Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Rye for Unity podcast. I hope you're keeping well wherever you are. In this episode, recorded on the 5th of February 2021, I speak to the generous soul that is Iman Kagumba about her journey discovering the bike uh, in the slums of Nairobi um, and the work that she's now doing in the community and also where she gets the nickname The Queen from. Well, I hope you liked this one as much as I did. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hi everybody. Hope you're well. Happy Friday to you. Let's put in a little drink. Um, hope everyone's doing okay today and, and have had a good week, has had a good week even. Um, yeah, really looking forward to the chat today with uh, Iman Queen, uh, Iman Kagumba. So it looks like it's just kicking off. Hey Yomi, thanks for joining. Good to have you here. Hi Joanna, good to see you and the Biking Society. Coach Avril, you're on here. I hope you're okay today. Um, just give me some give me some chat. Let me know where you are. Let me know how the weather's doing. And let me know how everything's going. Um, Theo, my man as well. Good to see you as well. So uh, thanks so much for joining. It's a bit later than usual. Um, had a busy, busy old day, but um, yeah, really looking forward to talking to Iman. So I'm just gonna work the technology, get her on here, and then we can we can get it going, really. We can get it going. Yay! Hey, Iman. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Thank you so much for joining me today. How's your day been? Busy. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me about it. What have you been up to? Um. <laughs> Sorry. I went to the market and... Mm-hmm. I bought some stuff for the house. Mm-hmm. I just told you I just moved uh, to a new place. Yeah. yeah. So it's new month now. You have some yeah. cash, I guess. So I bought some Good. stuff, some stock. Nice. Some potatoes Good. and tomatoes. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, so really like administration. So sorting things out, buying things, yes. getting the place. Sorted yes. out. Not not too exciting, but it sounds like it's important things. Yeah, very important things. Paying rent. Yeah, sorting out my everything. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. And um, in terms of like the weather right now, how's what's the temperature looking like? How is it? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is it warm? But or is it cold? It's, it's, it's really warm here. Uh, considering it's. It's a, it's a cold place. It's in Nairobi. Yeah. It's the outskirts of Nairobi. It's greener, but it's warm. Okay. That's it's like it's five degrees, so it's really Ah, oh, yeah. take me there. Swap, yeah. I'll swap you. I'll swap you. I'll swap you right there. It's been, today actually has been quite good here. But um, oh, Tej has joined, a good friend of mine. Tej, good to have you oh. on board. Um, and he's in London. And then Speedrat Race G is uh, Stephen. Even over in Chicago, is here as well. So good to have you. Well, it, it looks like we've had a few people join. So if it's all right, I think I'll do a quick introduction, and then you can do one. And I know a few people will have some questions. So if they have questions and you see it, let's make it flow, and you can answer them. Or well, it's going to be for you, not me, because you you know you're the psychic. So um, let's do that. But um, yeah, thanks everyone for joining. Um, for anybody that hasn't heard me speak before, my name's Kofi and I'm the founder of Ride for Unity. And the idea behind Ride for Unity is really to celebrate our diversity, but also our amazing unity as cyclists. 
Um, it's something that I didn't create, I didn't come up with it, but this is my take on it. And the idea with these chats that we have with Iman and others is that hopefully you'll see somebody who might look a bit like you, who may inspire you with their journey in cycling. So that's a bit about it. That's a bit about it. Iman, thank you so, so much for saying yes and um, joining today. Um, would you be able to give everyone a bit of an introduction as to who you are and where you are in the world? Yeah. Um, so my name is Iman Kagumba, but, they, but I'm mostly known Iman Queen because my grandma was born on the same day that Queen Elizabeth was born. So, all right. Yeah. So she called me Queen, and uh, that's how I got Iman Queen. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm from Mombasa, uh, born and mm-hmm. raised, but mm-hmm. I've grown in Nairobi 10 to 15 years. So I'm also partly from Nairobi, but mm-hmm. I'm mostly coastarian. I'm from the coasts. I dress like the people in the coasts. I am a Muslim, a mm-hmm. mountain biker. I love cycling, whether it's professionally, whether it's just for fun, commuting and going out for a ride for no reason. I love cycling. And I'm a college developer. Yeah, I'm studying Bachelor's of Arts in Community Development. What are you studying? Oh, Bachelor's bachelor's of Arts in Community Development. In Community Development. That's fantastic. So you said you love cycling, which makes me really happy. Because, I mean, this is what we're about. This is what yeah. it's about. So I'm so glad to be able to come over to Africa. Through talking to you today, East Africa, um, where the yes. weather is a bit better than here in London. And, <laughs> and hear a bit about your journey. So you talked a bit about mountain biking. Um, in terms of your involvement in cycling now, just to break it down for people, what kinds of cycling are you into? Like just mountain biking or do you do a mixture of stuff? So... Um, since in Kenya, most of the cycling that goes on here from a young age is mountain biking. Not really okay. mountain biking, but I think the, the the ideal bike a parent will get you is a mountain bike without knowing right. that they got you a mountain bike. Right, so right. That, with that culture, it drew in me. I had a bike since I had a 26 uh, from like when I was five. Or six. Five, okay. Yes. So it was a big bike, but I, I used to yeah. handle it. I used to crash it a lot. So I have never <laughs> experienced any other type of cycling except mm-hmm. the. it was a hard tail. I wouldn't know if it was a hard tail. We, w- we would call all the bikes mountain bikes. Right, right. Yeah. So, so since you were six. Yeah, since I was even young, I don't remember learning how to cycle. That's how long ago it is. I, okay. The first one, I know, I know how to cycle. I don't know how I knew it. I don't know who taught me, but I, yeah. So, and then Black Mambas, you know, Black Mambas, those no. fixes, okay, they're these fix, big fixes, they're like 700 by 28. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. And they're, and they're they got really, really big wheels. Yeah. Very big and very Okay, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they have, I've never tried it. You hold the brakes like this. Uh, uh, I share right. Yeah. Okay. Those are the only bikes I knew. So that's how I got into cycling. And I had never mm-hmm. experienced any other type of cycling until I was like 16. Okay. Yeah. That's when I learned about road bikes, dirt bikes. Oh, and, and BMX. BMX was also in the mix 
we knew about BMS. Okay. Yeah. But nice. when I was 16, that, that's when I got really diverse with the cycling. I, I learned about the road bikes and the, and, the, and, the, and the downhill mountain bikes and the proper BMXs and the proper, proper gravel bikes. You know, everything wow. was so new and very expensive. But yeah, that's when I started learning that's about diverse cycling. Yeah, and that's phenomenal because that's more of cycling that I'm involved in. Like me, I kind of came out through like having a bike and riding around and then road biking has been my main thing. But you sound like you've tried so many different, so many different things. And, you know, with the BMX, would you do it on like tracks and stuff or would it be more freestyle and just do tricks as, as and when you, you're out and about? Well, I would not ride a BMX personally. I love okay. my bike. So I was, okay. I didn't ride any other bike. I loved my bike and I would only ride my bike. Got but, you, okay. Agreed. Yeah, I, I understood that there was a BMX and that people would do tricks on it and whatnot, but that wouldn't yeah. be me. I'd be like, I was daring a little, but then I fall in one, two, three many times. And then I'm like, ah, that's not my thing. So That's not your thing. Yeah. I think I'm just oh, a mountain biker. So a mountain biker. So, so with the mountain biker, do you come from like a... How big is your family? And, and I guess did everybody ride? Like, is that a thing? Like, basically, as a kid, everyone gets a bike. That's how it works. Or what's the situation growing up in your family? Um. So I grew up in Nairobi, mm-hmm. and uh, um. Okay, there's a sad story there, but mm. uh, my mom lost can... her job. She used to work mm-hmm. at a co- cooperative bank. In okay. Nairobi. Yeah. Yeah. So you remember the right. bomb? Do you remember the bomb blast in 1990? Maybe the the people in Kenya would remember. There was a bomb blast in 1998. So afterwards, oh. my mom lost her job, and uh, we had to move from a very lavish lifestyle to like living in the slums. So I grew up with the boys, because then the slums had boys everywhere, scattered everywhere. So I grew up very boyish. And mm-hmm. I used to tell my mom, I want a gun, I want a bike, I want those toy guns, and what I just want to act like a soldier somewhere and shoot, shoot, yeah. mysteriously, <laughs> and, and drive my bike into the bushes. I just wanted to be yeah. wild and, and throw yeah. tires everywhere. So my mom was like, let me just get this girl a bike. So she got me a bike. Amazing. Then, yeah. So um, I think afterwards, my mom just... Because I'm, I'm her only child. So, okay. and she used to take care of my my auntie's uh, kids. So, we were three. But two mm-hmm. lived in Mombasa and I lived with her in Nairobi. So, I was basically the only child. Just oh, I see. Me, yeah, just me and my mom. So, she, she trusted me from that young age that I would ride my bike and be safe and not do any other mischievous stuff. Yeah. So That's I think fantastic. I under, I understood that trust from a very young age. So I, I used to tell my mom, I'm going to ride my bike, and she would trust that I'm going to ride my bike and come back home safe. And that's what I've done till today. I just tell her, Mom, I'm going to ride my bike, and she, she'll be like, cool. So And, and considering I'm Muslim, mm-hmm. and my mom is an Arab, Okay. so there's a lot of... I don't know how to put it. It was weird to have me, the only child, the only girl child out there 
no 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 one knows where i am cycling oh, it was just amazing everybody would tell mad. me you are mad and you're just yeah. in your daughter into some mad situation wow and iman yeah. i wanted to ask you about i want to ask you about like from what age were you allowed to kind of go out on your own and then come back what age were you yeah. uh we'll go back to telling you we lived in a slum uh-huh. So my mom would let me go to school alone, go to um, madrasa, it's an Islamic school, on my uh-huh. own. Yeah. So I think I, my mom gave me that freedom to go, yeah. trusting that I'll come back. Yeah. For what so age? I, guess I was, I would say uh, seven. At seven? You yeah. Just, and how far, how far was the school from you? It was like kilometers. Like 20 minutes away by bus okay yeah so it was like um i think 10 kilometers that is incredible and um i just seen it can you see at the bottom there um jen, yeah jen yes. again um jen's one of the writers in Sabi. she's over in chicago and she's saying that this is incredible yeah. um i have to agree i have to agree um i have a small parallel with that story and so far as when I was, how old was I now? I was seven, actually. And my dad got a job in Ghana. Um, and we, yeah, so we went as a family to live in Ghana. And it was very different to being in the UK. So you could go out and you could play and you could do all this stuff and there wouldn't be anyone watching over you. But I, I don't know if you had this thing in, in Kenya where you are in Nairobi or Mombasa. If I did something like bad, he would know before I got home, like, that people know whose kids are who. Yes. Like, do you have that over there? Oh my God, you would be caned by someone's parents <laughs> yes. for doing something that is wrong. Yeah, that's that's here. That's definitely. Oh, here. okay. Yeah, no, that's mad. That's because one time I, was, I went with my friends. I was like, fun. We were playing football, and I I kicked the ball, <laughs> and it broke someone's window, and we ran and ran, ran, and I got home, and I thought that's cool. Like, no one knows. I got away with it. And yeah. My dad had had a call to say that your son was playing with this kid, this kid, this kid, and he kicked the ball and listened. And I was in so much trouble, under so much trouble. But, yeah. but I guess because of that community spirit, maybe that's why your mom felt safe to let you go because there's always going to be people watching, following you, knowing where you are, watching oh. where you are, really. Yeah. That's yeah. inspiring. That is so. Um, Wavy Mugunda. Yeah, Wavy Mugunda. She's my best friend. Hi, Wavy. Oh, wow. Wow. So she said, I think that's inspiring as well. And so I wanted oh to talk about... I see my brother here, Ali Gax. Hi, Ali. He's, oh, never, wow. on Instagram. He's <laughs> never on Instagram. So this is a surprise. Oh, oh brilliant. Yeah. Brothers, family reunited. Yeah. Hi, Ali. Good to see you Hi, as well. Ali. Thank you. Uh, it's so nice to have people joining. Um, so I, I wanted to ask you about the, the, the passion that you have, um, the love for cycling, really. Um, what is it that you love uh, Iman, about cycling, really. I oh my god, there's so many things I love about cycling, <laughs> but I would start with the most important thing. Mm. I think it gives me, I would say, superpowers. <laughs> if okay. that makes sense, because yeah, when, no, when I'm cycling, there's literally nothing else that matters mm-hmm. yeah and i usually 
I usually do mountain biking and it's in, in the coast. It's very interesting because then you get to see the families and how rural the place is and how they, they live so simply. They just harvest and just dig and fetch water from a hole. You know, it's very interesting and it kind of reminds me of how much privileged I am yeah. even if someone up there thinks that they are more privileged than me but when I go cycling I then see how privileged I am to even have time to cycle because mm-hmm. I don't think there's some people who don't have that privilege because they are just out there trying to get a living and they mm-hmm. don't have that time they, they don't have the fact that I can cycle Mm-hmm. and see the world means so much to me that's one of the reasons I love cycling if I would have everything in this world I think I would tour the world with the bike that's like my biggest dream wow wow that would yeah. be something to see so it you know I never I've never thought that the way you describe it it almost sounds like you're you're getting this life experience at the same time as you're doing your exercise but you're yes. seeing things and, yes. and and it sounds a lot like I don't know like some appreciation or something you know like for your place in the world comes from the journey that you, you take really cycling wow yeah. yes. that's unique no no one has no one has ever said that to me before and I ask everybody that comes on here and um, that question so thank you for sharing that and um what when I what I, uh, other thing that I can't speak properly but the other thing that I really wanted to ask you about was just around um the sorts of distances that you do because i know you've talked about the mountain biking i've not really done it i wouldn't really know like distance wise like what would be like an average ride for you like if you had the time what would you be doing um uh okay so when i'm just when i'm when i'm on my very tight days i think i would do 50 kilometers of mountain biking so that's my average on a very rough day and a very tight day when I'm not healthy, when I'm just trying to get cycling is like medicine for me because it makes me get back to myself. Like when I'm low, I just, I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go out with my bike, but yeah. let me go out with my bike. Cause I know when I'm back here, I'll be super yeah. happy. So Brilliant. on an average day, I would do 50 kilometers, but on a day, on days, there are usually days that I am like very, very good. I'll do a hundred to one hundred and fifty kilometers, and feel like if I wasn't home, I would go five hundred kilometers. Wow! You you yeah. just do that hundred yeah, hundred fifty kilometers. Yeah, because I usually just go and then I I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then I just turn I'm, and, and I come back. I'm like, <laughs> It's so long. It's so long. I need to go back home. So that's crazy. Yeah, I find myself gone, 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 gone into the bushes, and I'm like, "Yo, I don't have commute, nothing. I just know the routes in my head, even when it's off road." Yeah, as off road. Yeah, because when I'm, I, I go, and then as I, I sometimes I don't know where I'm going. I don't use commute or any app. I just know that I'm going that way, and I'll be back. So I go, and then I come back later. <laughs> That's mad. That's mad. Yeah. And what is it? How do you do it? Are you like um, someone that goes on a solo mission, or do you do it like with people? Like because that's phenomenal. Like, what what do 
what do you ride? Do you ride with people or by yourself? Um, so I have, uh, oh, okay. I'll just start where I started. I, I used to, okay. ride, I used to ride alone. I started riding okay. five kilometers alone. Yeah. And I attended a race where I was the only lady and mm -hmm. I got this guy who then became my coach free of oh, charge. Sure. Yeah. Amazing. So, so it was me and him and we would drive the whole world together till tomorrow we would drive the wow. whole world together he's he's not here right now but i really wished he was here to say this because he is so proud he doesn't he, what's his he, name his name is fami muhammad he's he's, okay. a, he's just a local um i would say mechanic mm -hmm. but Oh, that guy didn't go to a mechanic school, but he knows everything about bikes, even the latest thing. So I think he 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 opened up my exploring self. And then he also taught me how to be geographically alert. Right. Yeah. So he used to he keeps reminding me to just just if he used to tell me if I throw you into this forest, would you go back home? And that's how I learned how to go back home. That's that. Bush or whatever. So I think solo missions I could do, but I love right. riding with people. I don't mind, especially mountain biking. I love seeing how they suffer. And I'm like, I'm also suffering, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Just let me go. You're, that's brilliant. That I, am brilliant. Sure, I am sure we, we won't die. I am sure. So you guys just, let's go. Yeah, that's, that's good. You, you have so much faith. I love that. It's infectious. I imagine that people are suffering and you'd be like the energetic body, like, come on, come yeah. on, let's go. Is that I'm you? I'm suffering. I'm usually all, always suffering, but I know that that these guys will go back home and be like, oh, that was a nice ride. And they always come back to ride with us again. They always okay. come back. Oh, wow. Always. I don't know if I'll come back 150 kilometers. <laughs> in where, where how you're doing it in that sort of heat i'm not sure i'd come back but it sounds phenomenal like i, I wanted to ask you um uh nation's number one best said Hi. uh hey sister um uh, andrew's joined hey andrew andrew does this really cool he's into off-road biking so he's got this um ride that he does every year called north london dirt it's, it's here so you'd have to come for it but yeah, we've been talking recently so good to see him and if farad ali as well says hi, hi and the soul riders Arida, sorry, Arida. Um, the Soul Rider Cycling Club, that's a good friend of mine, Castle. He, he, he looks after that. They've got a cool collective that do their thing. But wow, 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 wow. So I'm loving the, the stories and the way that you're bringing this all to life. Um, I wanted to ask you about a memorable ride. Like, is there a memorable ride or a memorable race that you've done that um, you could share with us, really? That it sounds like there might be something in there. Is there something? There is one. Yes. <laughs> So um, one time I had my my coach, Fami, told me, okay, Iman, we're going to go for an off-road ride and um, we're going to go to a new route and it's going to be really tough and, uh, I, and you are going to go through it. But guess when he told me? He told me 10 kilometers into the ride that we're going to have a rough day. And I was like, okay. I know they were there. It can't be, and it can't be that rough. So cool, cool. I'm good. My God, he took me to the most steep hills and the most 
rocky downhills it was 160 i remember kilometers of climbing climbing and going down 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 and i remember crying on that ride i remember crying I on my bike crying and cussing and just do you know mombasa is that day was almost 30 31 degrees Oh. Yes. And It's not funny actually. I had 2 liters of water on my back. 2 liters. And I did not drink water for 40 kilometers. Why? Cuz I was angry. <laughs> angry at him. <laughs> I was mad. I was mad. I was like, you don't do this to me. You tell me the day before that I am having a long ride so i can psychologically prepare myself prepare, he, right? did yeah, not, yeah. he did not tell me he did not do anything he just told me 10 kilometers into the ride that we're going to have a rough day and he killed me that day is when he broke me Literally. oh my goodness yes my and goodness. I, i have i have never been in such a tough ride i've never experienced anything tougher than that my whole that life is that is super inspirational Did, and what about food like nutrition like because did you prepare because if you didn't know you were going to do that do you have any food like I know you had water but did you bring anything to eat so you know the thing with this guy is he knows these places in his head he knows right. places like he has maps in his head so i kept wondering um so okay this guy he he, he 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 made me ride in 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 a forest which was it's called shimba hills it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a game reserve right so we were riding on the fence and he was telling me if you touch that fence you're going to die because it's electric yeah. oh okay <laughs> well actually die not like he's not messing around like joking like he, yes. you will die I would die. So he was telling me just try it nicely. Don't don't force yourself. And we, we he told me, you know, this this is what we're going to eat and then you have right. to wait for 40 mm-hmm. kilometers for any shop to appear. And I w- I was like this nigga has to be joking. This guy <laughs> has to be joking. I was so mad. I didn't talk to him for 100 kilometers. I remember my travel went off. My travel went off because it didn't have that map. It didn't have that. Oh my goodness. I have the ride. It's it, it recorded 60 kilometers. It went off for 40 kilometers and then it recorded some and then I, I and then I was like, "Wait, my Strava isn't even recording this ride." Oh my god. That's God-ness. the worst. I was It didn't mad. happen. I was mad. Should we believe you? It didn't happen. If it's not on the Strava, it exactly. didn't happen, right? Exactly. I I I was just like, "Why is this happening to me today?" Oh my god. I was so, so I ate I ate twice. I ate two times. Okay. And the first time I had wheat, things we call chapati. Oh yeah. Yeah, and beans. And red beans. So Wow. That yeah. sounds like a proper meal. Like so you stopped that somewhere was, and you got Yes. So you, is it chapati like the bread, like a flat bread? Is that yeah, what I'm thinking like, of? Yes, it's like a flat okay. bread. And I had with some black tea and some very fresh water from the hills. And then the next Whoa. stop I only had fruits because it was so far into the forest there was no food no hotels nothing uh, I mean you are on another level obviously like when that we started talking, I was like oh, that is on a, a whole other level and the total distance of that I mean Strava I know didn't count it but you said 100 and how many it kilometers was did you do 
It was 160. You it was crazy a, lady. I have. I don't think I have That's ever insane. done 160 kilometers mountain biking ever again. I think the most I keep doing is 180, 90. Mm -hmm. But road, road, I can do 200, 150 anytime. Anytime. Just you can. Okay. Wow. That's right. So after, after the 160, were your legs, were they talking to you? Like, they move, no. you walk up and... <laughs> Do you know that I did not hurt? I did not hurt in that ride. No, my, you didn't? My, I did not hurt. The only thing that hurt was my heart, my soul. He broke oh, me. He broke me from the inside, not physically. He broke my head. He broke my chest, my, my soul. Because my legs were good. I was strong. Yeah. I was incredibly yeah. strong. But I was so emotional in that ride it wasn't it was something else i have never so, and you talk that. you talk to this guy now you, you friends still well besties <laughs> <laughs> it's forgiven so how long did it take you to get back on your bike after that <laughs> one day <laughs> what are you saying oh my goodness yes, really we were, we were preparing for a tour four-day tour it's called tour de my what is that? What is that for? That you are, you are something else. It was Super, an actual superhero. No, yeah. it was. So this four-day tour, tell me about it. It was. So I was just preparing it, but I wasn't sure I was going to ride it. Right. So, um, but we we Mombasa has a good community, and uh, mm -hmm. once they realize that you have the same goals, they tend to, they tend to help you out. Mm. we have a very good community so so on the day of two days to the race someone told me oh, you guys me i'm going for the race i'm going for the race i have a car do you want you guys want to come and i'm like what is that is that even a question oh, I'm, I'm in i'm in but i was <laughs> i was late i was already late for my registration uh. when i went there the first day was Criterium. I'm not so good with crits because that was actually my first real race. Okay. Yeah. So there's this girl who crashed some time back. So she gave me her spot. So I raced with her name. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but it was off the off the book. Also off the off the racing and everything. I it was just I simply went to have fun, but I also okay. I suffered because the hills mm -hmm. there are are so steep. You can't climb them without offsaddling. You can't spin. You have to offsaddle. So what sort of percentage are we talking? Like, do you have like? Do they? It's like the this. gradient. Oh, oh. It's and like then it. you, it's, yeah. I tell it's, you what. Yeah. I rode ten kilometers in one hour fifty minutes. So, okay, so what sort of elevation are you getting up to, like the gain? That sounds crazy. It was crazy because those are one of the steepest, steepest hills in Kenya. They call yeah. it Katiani. It was really steep. It was really wow. steep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. Yeah. And you People know are smiling and laughing at you. They're laughing at you right here. <laughs> they, they know because I've told this story. <laughs> we got back. We got back down in like ten minutes. Mm -hmm. Ten oh. minutes. That sounds like my kind of mind. So, you know, on, um, with Ride for Unity on a Wednesday, we do this thing where it's like indoors or outdoors, you can do a ride. 
and on the indoor rides we use Zwift and yeah. normally I, I choose the course and sometimes it's flattish but sometimes we go up when the people are complaining and what I want you to tell them now is that they shouldn't stop complaining and telling me off because what you've done is different to what we're doing in their game you know that that is not what we didn't do that what you did is incredible it was tough and that's one of the reasons why I don't yeah. like road bikes no I don't no, it's hard. I just find it it's hard and it's not fun I want to I want no. to climb the hill and see rocks come on guys I want to go wow. this way. I want to fall into the pit I find road biking very fast yeah I th- I don't think I'm that type I don't think I'm that no. fast type but I can go really fast if I have to you have to I'm sure I'm sure yeah. it might like so Steph um you can see she said that it sounds like my flat ride so Steph is part of the family as well and she's joined on some of these rides where I say it's flat it's usually <laughs> flat compared to what you do it's flat but you know people complain at me but there you have it um I wanted to move a little bit around and just ask you about Something you talked about earlier, you know, with your mum being Arab, you being Muslim, and I guess people's perception of what you should and shouldn't be doing. Like, it sounds like you've just had an amazing journey and been able to do so many things like racing and exploring like mad distances. Have you had to face any obstacles at all, like riding in Kenya at all, in Nairobi or Mombasa, or are people quite liberal and open-minded, like, it's a girl on the bike and that's fine. It's like, there's no big deal. Well, um... Most of the population is not that liberal. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the guys that are here, but especially the guys here in Kenya, not those who don't really know about cycling. They keep asking me in Swahili, "How umi? How umi?" They mean you're not hurting. Are you not hurting? Are you not killing those eggs? And I'm like. How is that even possible? How is it mm. possible? Like, the fact that they don't understand the biology in it just shows me that I, I, I can't even argue with you because no. you, you don't even understand that guys hurt themselves more than ladies hurt themselves when they're riding the bikes. So I just keep ignoring them. But I think the fact that it's now really growing and it's growing very mm-hmm. fast. But do you mm-hmm. know that the urban areas people who criticize you are more than the people in the rural areas because because oh, they really? have, yeah they have ladies who ride kilometers to find water with that that they call it they call it black mamba that fixie mm-hmm. yeah. so outside it's very opposite here people in the urban areas are very i'd just say different they mm, they would they would Okay, some okay. Um, the fact that my mom has been on my side has really cut off a lot of criticism. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she has fought all my battles. So, so if people go to her like, "Yo, how would you live, Iman? She's a Muslim girl. What is she wearing to the rides? Is she wearing a hijab? How is she not feeling it? How is she so invisible?" And I'm like. I am invisible because you don't literally see me when I'm cycling. I'm just invisible. I'm literally in the bushes somewhere. You wouldn't tell me not to yeah. ride because of my what biker shorts that are actually helping me 
have a better right. So I think my mom has been battling that and telling them, you know, just leave my daughter alone. Let her ride. You know, just... That's brilliant. That's let's, brilliant. Let's, let's, so, yeah. So I think mm-hmm. most of the battles I have fought are just getting minimal to, to I wouldn't say zero support, but I would very small support. I just have very few friends like Wevin here and two, three, my coach that would always support me in anything. Yeah. And my friend here, she's, I don't know, I don't know what she's doing, but she, she usually just, she's my, she, she morally supports me and tells me, you know, diamond is hard to make. So it's, it goes under pressure so that it can be yeah. diamond. And then I'm like, oh, I love that. okay. Okay. So I'm diamond That's, now. <laughs> you are, you are. No, I, and I, Iman, I don't know if you can see that. I'm going to try not to break this. Just wanted to touch on. Uh, can you see the one from Andrew Diprose? Yes, I can see. <laughs> so he said, "This is just fascinating." Bravo! And then Wavin said, "You're an inspiration to many Muslim girls." Um, uh, and Batikitunga, I don't know if I said that right. So such yeah. an inspiration, Steph. Uh, massive inspiration. Uh, Wendy has said, how can I put you on a billboard? How do we do that? <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Uh, someone put you on a billboard. So look, in terms of like inspiration, like now or in the past, like I love to know like what inspires you, who inspires you, because there's an energy. I'm, I'm here thousands of miles away, but I feel the energy. And I'm just wondering like, where does that come from? Like share it with us if you don't mind. Um, I think the people who know me, know me, usually say I'm very self-absorbed, but not in a bad way. So I, I'm always trying to make something better about myself. So if that's how I talk to people, it would be how I'm understanding people. And, um, cause I'm doing community development and it's right now very diverse they actually put in sociology, counseling, psychology, and uh, social, I don't know, understanding and societal, you know, so many things. So the more I learn, I try to put it into practice. Because when I'm in class, I usually listen to the teacher and I'm like, am I the only one hearing that I should change my perspective? Or is everyone else hearing it? Will Will I be wrong about something and someone would remember what the teacher said about being open-minded or am I the only one who is going to get out of here open-minded? So with all those questions I ask myself, I usually try to just understand the other person. I try. I don't do it 100%. Yeah. I think the thing I do the most is try to understand the person I'm interacting with in order for me to know how I'm going to respond to how they interact to me yeah yeah. so it's most it's sometimes i receive negative energy and i turn it into positive energy and sometimes i receive negative energy and i'm just uh, okay and then sometimes i receive positive energy and then i magnify it so it all depends with that's how i think that's how I view myself. But other people mm-hmm. have their opinions of me, uh, depending yeah. on how, when, 
where they interacted with me, some my mood at the moment. But most of the time, they just try to be accommodating. Anyway, interacting. I think that's where I get the energy. Even in cycling, I don't, I don't cycle because I want to be the best or I want to, I don't know, have torn muscles. I know those are some of the mini goals I have. But yeah. if 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 I'm cycling to get leaner, then when I get leaner, then what? I'm lean. Um, yeah. that, okay, should I stop cycling now and start playing pool, pool table, or should I be a model? Or you know, but that's my goal with cycling is okay. Now I know how to cycle. I, I okay. Now I'm going off road. I keep finding stuff to do. Like now I want to help people ride more bikes. I want right. to get kids. Like at the moment, I want to to do a race with Wev in Muganda in the mm-hmm. in the. In, this, in, in some boys in the new town I am in. And that's where I get my inspiration. Not from yeah. physical things that I can achieve. Or right now I have a mountain bike that's really good. Okay, now yeah. I want to upgrade it to the best equipment. Okay, now I have the best equipment. Uh, it, get, it gets boring. Trust I love me. that. It gets I boring. love that. And um, yeah, I, I would love that. Sorry to interrupt, but... Uh, that's how Kitongo said that you can feel her energy through the screen. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a crown, a queen, and I do I, honestly. It's it's really yeah. um, catching that vibe, and I, I love what you say there. In so many ways, it feels like happiness is not a place like you stop. It's like a direction. So you just keep growing, and I love how you just talked about trying to have the perspective of the other person and understand. Yeah. I think we should just send you to the whole world, Iman, <laughs> and. Um, in fact, look, um, Eel's bestie, that's Abdul, she says, can you see that? I can see it. What's she saying there? You are, you we see. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So, no, thank you so much, because so much of what you said, it just, it works for everything. It's not just about bikes, it's, it's life as well. So, one thing you talked about was the community bit, and I really did want to talk about that, so I'm glad you kind of mentioned it, because you, you're studying community development, is that right? Yes. But I also understand you might do some community work already. Are you, yes. Tell tell us a bit about that. Tell me more. What are you doing with the community stuff? So I am in community work. I am fully inspired by Wevin Muganda. She's a human rights activist. She's so many things, but I only remember human rights activist. <laughs> <laughs> it will come back. Yeah. Before I met her, I used to do solo charity work. I used to I used to identify needs in a society. I used to identify uh, orphanages, mostly orphanages, because my perspective was only uh, there. When when I started out, my perspective was only in orphanages and helping the orphans. When I started. Mm community community um, charity work. So mm-hmm. in time, I started, then I met Wevin uh, and then I, I became her personal assistant. So she helped me see community work in a very broad perspective. And then, she, and then Corona hit because we met in January 29, 2020. And then 20, Corona, okay. So we didn't have work to do 
but we still found work to do. So we, we, me, her, and some guy called Suhail and the community at large, Wendy and everybody, most, most of my friends participated in crowdfunding for Mutual Aid Kenya. It was a mutual aid. It was like a first aid for, mm-hmm. and I, I want to believe this. It was the first, first aid, um, can say movement during COVID in Kenya. It was one of the first. Wow. Yeah. So then we started crowdfunding when people still had money, when, when Corona hadn't hit properly in Kenya. Mm-hmm. We raised, we used to raise almost $2,000 or 2,000 pounds every two, one month. And we used to feed over 100, 200 families. I don't know. We used to feed over 200 families in a month or two with food wow. for like six months. And we raised over 2 million Kenya shillings in, in material and cash and books and so many things. We did so many things when ourselves, we didn't have money. We didn't have food in our houses, but we just felt the need to do that. Cause I think it's really, I don't know how it really mattered to us to just find the money and feed anyone, not, not a stranger, not even if you had something, but you know, we would, God would, or whatever entity out there would direct us to, mm-hmm. to a certain point and we would reach there and see, oh, these guys are down, yo, we need to find them something. And that's how we did it for over six months. And I That's believe incredible. Suhail, he, he joined Ali. I don't know if he's here. I think, I believe he's still do, he's still doing the same till now. I'm not sure, but then I, I, my perspective of changing the community changed because I believe like if I give you something, whether it's, it's very minute, like, like a Garmin watch. Yeah. You might have one that's very bit somewhere and you're just like, there's no way that thing can help me. But you give it to someone who doesn't have it and and that person is a cyclist and maybe they know the worth, they would really appreciate it. And when they get, when they get one of like on their own, then they'll give it to someone else. And I think it became a channel and it's been working for me because the more I gave, the more Mm. I I received things like Emma and whatnot. They just came and they're like, you, you don't have jerseys? What? Take some jerseys. I didn't have jerseys. I did not have cycling. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is original Santini, yo. And then <laughs> I've had it for like three months. I'm like, I've not had it at all. So, I mean, it made me so happy. I was like, yo, I need yeah. I need to do this more. Is this how I make people happy? I, I, wow. I need to do this every time. So I, I think it's just a, an energy that flows. The more I keep doing it, the more it happens to me. And it just flows and it goes round and round. And you're yeah. constantly happy. You're constantly appreciative. You're constantly content. You're not fighting. You're not, you're not greedy. You're just, you're happy. It's just okay. You're mm. like, give me, give me. I want to give out. I'm taking. Wow, it. Yeah. wow, wow, wow. You, you, you are like, 
you're you're making me well up right now and I, I just yeah wow that's incredible and just remind me like i know you shouldn't ask but how old are you 23 i don't mind i don't mind that's incredible when i was 23 my best friend mark he's on here quava yodi he runs that he would tell you what i was doing at 23 but it wasn't what you've been doing and i have to say man it is so incredibly impressive and incredible and just uplifting to see that you've got that vision and that ability to just connect and try and help people that don't have everything that others have um i can't say anymore thank you thank you for everybody i haven't even met that you've been helping because that's huge that's that's really huge that you've been thank doing you that so, so thank you so much everyone here has has played but i most of the people here on my live who know me have helped me in one way or another and i think mm -hmm. that has always inspired me to help someone else i i think yeah. i feel so blessed how, no matter how small it was it changed me it really did yeah no i yeah i, I love what, what you just said there and i have to say actually a big thank you to emma who you referenced earlier so emma osnerton because Emma connected us, I think it was a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, she was like, Kofi, me, Iman, Iman, me, Kofi. Iman is yeah. doing lots of community stuff. And I was like, hello, how are you? And then we had like a language. <laughs> but without Emma, so big thank you to Emma. Yeah, um, big thank you. And I'm so glad that we got to do this chat. So I, mean, I want to talk about, we, we're kind of getting close to us. So I was, I, was, I was answering Wendy, I was telling her, I'll get Douglas or something. They play rugby. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. We're, we're making good progress and it's been, no, it's not at all. Like I said, we make it interactive and it makes it more fun. Um, I, we're coming close towards the sort of end and wrapping things up, but I, I was really keen to understand a little bit about your goals, be it in cycling, be it in the community work you're doing, just less here. I mean, it's hard to plan, I imagine, like, with the situation, but but if you if you could do something in the future, like, do you have any ideas and goals and things that you want to sort of achieve in the next little while, whenever? Um, uh, first of all, I want to, I want to, I don't know when should forgive me, but I want to break it that we will be doing a race. I, I think I talked about it. It's about, uh, it's going to be a kid's race in, in the town I am in. And we will, mm -hmm. we will just, we we are not going to charge them for any participation fee, but we are going to help them because they are already embracing cycling. So we are going to help them better their cycling. In 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 I know I know I know a few things about cycling. I would I would say for someone who doesn't know anything, I know a lot. I know a lot. I imagine. Yes. I imagine. Yes. So. With with that, I kind of have an approach where I just follow my heart, but not not blindly. Don't follow your heart blindly; it will throw you in a pit. So it's more like I I don't have a structure about the things I want in the future, but I am sure it's going to be about cycling and it's going to be about community. Because I can feel I cannot get my satisfaction out of anything else other than mm. cycling or community. 
I have tried, I don't seem to find. Even when I'm trying to race, because I want to race, I want to, God willing, this December I may have my first international race. I'm just crossing sure. fingers. Yeah, that's sure, going that'd to be amazing. I'm not going to say, but maybe I'm coming close to you. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fingers and toes crossed. Yeah, you'd be, be welcome. Surprise. That'd be amazing. Okay. It's a surprise. So let's just hope yeah. jinx it. So no. I, well, like my friends keep telling me I undervalue and underestimate myself, but sometimes I feel it's because of my performance, but I really, really want to to try out a fair racing. Because in Kenya, I wouldn't lie, for whoever Kenyan is here, there's no fair racing. The racing here is not so fair. It's very corrupt. Not corrupt in money, but it's corrupt. It's, it's corrupt mentally. It's already biased. The race is already predetermined. So I, I, I tend to think, because I know that, it makes me not do be my best. It yeah. makes me just reluctant and I don't push myself properly. But I want to try out racing in other countries to to appreciate what cycling, racing and cycling is. And I want to I want to be I want to be a racer for a while. But yeah. I want to I want to channel my racing into community works somehow. I haven't figured that out yet, but I think I have a blog now because I have a website. So I'm going to slowly, yeah. I'm going to blog about my experiences so that I keep track of where I'm coming from and where I'm going. Then maybe, you must. maybe I'll get a flow. But I wouldn't lie to you; I don't have a structure of how I want my future to be. No, I that's want to fine. That's fine. I think you've got two elements there. You know, you talked about the cycling, you talked about the community, and it yeah. feels to me like you've really found your purpose um, in what you're doing. And it, it comes like you are like radiating like good energy, which is so needed everywhere right now. You know, like it's hard. It's hard out here. And yeah. just talking to you and honestly, like I've taken so much inspiration from you. The fact that Iman may be going international, I think is like amazing. So you know, we need to know more about it. But before, like, I close, I just wanted to know, like, if people want to know about Iman and where they can learn more about your story, are there some places they can look up? Like, for Instagram, like, how do they find you? Do you have a website? What, what do you have? Let, let me know. Yeah, Um. so, with, again, with the help of Wevin, right now she's my manager, because I was happy, eh? And now she's my manager. Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay. Um, with the with her help, she helped me open up a website. So now I have a website, imankagunpa.com. Okay. I'll just write it down here. Put right it on here. Put it on here. Imankagunpa.com. So um, with that website, I'm trying to document everything that I and my friends around my circle, even you are my friend now. So whatever you are up to, now I am up to. I love that. I that's, love how, that. that's how I get to connect my community because mm -hmm. I, I believe my community has started in Kenya and now I am all over in UK. So it's a big community. Oh, it's and more. Community. It's more. Because you're in the family. So like Avril's welcomed you. Jen is in Chicago. You know, it's, it's a family... Oh my god! Global proportion. 
I have my sisters in Chicago. My sisters from another mother. That's that's cool. Oh really? Yeah, I've yeah, never well, met them. I've never you, met them. You, I really that's one of my biggest wish to go meet my sisters. Oh fantastic. Well you, yeah. look, uh, one day, I don't doubt, I think it's all gonna be super possible. Um and someone said, Have you got a YouTube channel? Do you have Iman? Yeah, I got a YouTube channel. You do? How yeah. do they find that? Mombasa MTB. I'm gonna type it T B it T. So um in my YouTube channel I just got my GoPro Hero 4. Clap for me guys. <laughs> well done, well done. So I'm going to try to record more more 360 angles because I could only afford a GoPro Hero 4. So sorry guys if the quality is not your favorite, but you have oh, to be good. Um my 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 YouTube channel doesn't speak. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just short videos of the places I go and I document yeah. anywhere my heart loves. I just record it. I think. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I'm gonna yeah. check it out. I definitely gonna check it out. But um, we're almost there. I think we've probably got another minute to go. Um, okay. And before we go, I just want to hand over to you, just in case there's anything we haven't touched on that you want to say in a minute, because I don't want it to cut off and we lose this, because this has been so brilliant. So okay. over to you, really. Um, anything I want to say? No, I don't have to say anything. I have said everything. And thank you so much for everyone who's come here to support me all the way from wherever. It's a pleasure and I am grateful. I love you guys. All of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Brilliant. And are you are you on Strava? Yes, I'm on Strava, but I don't really know my username, so I'll figure it out. Don't worry. There's Ride for Unity families on Strava, so find the club, join it, and then we can get some more off-road miles going and kilometers going. That'd be amazing. Yes. Okay. Please. All right. Brilliant. Well, I just want to say thank you so much. You've lifted me and I'm sure lots of people around the world with your story. I look forward to following your progress. But like until now, like have an amazing weekend. And if you do come, you better know. Let me know. All right. Don't worry. Got you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Iman. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm.